in Seattle. Seattle. You need to buy yourself a home. We'll be right there for you. Because we're the realtors that you can trust. So go to RodandDancerDown.com. Don't go anywhere unless you want to. It's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me, at ronanddon.com. Hey, you guys. What's going on? Happy Friday. Welcome to episode 573 of the Ron and Don Show. We are live from the Les Schwab Studios, and every Friday, we take about 15 minutes, we do one segment, and we talk about real estate. Right now, there's a lot of people out there that are leaving. In fact, uh, I talked to my neighbor the other day. And we're going to do a run and done sit down with them. They are leaving and they are headed to Mexico. They owned a fish market here for many, many years. And they're like, you know what? We need to sell our home. We are heading to Mexico. We love Mexico. We love the sunshine in Mexico. In fact, uh, my therapist retiring. Where are they going? They're moving to Mexico. So a lot of people that are moving to Mexico... It's a little easier to do than three other couples that I know right now that are moving to Bend, right? Lots of places in Mexico that you can buy that are a lot more affordable versus a place like Bend, Oregon, because Bend is a lot like Seattle in the sense that you still have all four seasons, but you get more sunshine. And even though it can be just as cold in Bend, it's not as rainy and it's not as overcast. So as a result of that, there's lots of pressure on Bend. We've seen lots of pressure on Idaho, lots of pressure on Mon- in Montana. In fact, we have some people right now that are clients that live on the east side. They're building a home in Montana. One of my best friends who was a cop here, building a home in Montana. What's interesting, though, is sometimes, sometimes, and a lot of these people are able to say, you know what? I'm going to buy my home in Mexico like my neighbors did. And I, that doesn't necessarily mean I need to sell my house in Seattle right now. I can time it and bring it to market at the same time. So we're having that discussion. For other people, though, they have the pressure of saying, I'm going to have to go get a bridge loan to bridge these properties. And if you want to know more about bridge loans, let's do a sit down and we can, we can explain it. But, but the difficulty for a lot of people is they're like, you know, in order to buy the house in Mexico or the house in Bend, I have to sell what I have right now. Number one, is it the right time to sell right now? And then what do I do if I sell my home in Seattle and I don't have a place lined up in Bend yet? And I've been looking, but nothing's been available, which is true. Ron, what's the you on the pressure that people feel to go out and to sell, buy, or buy, sell immediately. Um, I, I we run into this a lot, and and um, I, I have some strong thoughts on it. I think people get into uh, a rut and get into a mindset where they believe that they absolutely have to be an owner at all times. Meaning that, hey, I I owned this house, I raised my family in this house, I'm doing the transition, like you just said, and we have to immediately buy something. We're going to move to this new place. We're immediately buying something. I think for some people, that's fine. But I think for a lot of people, that could be a mistake. And here's why. Because you don't know what you don't know yet. Um, You don't know that um, Bend, Oregon is going to be your forever place. You think it is. 
and you visited there a couple times, or you think this one particular part of Mexico is going to be the spot, but maybe it's not. And so what, what I like to encourage people, because, you know, when, when the type of deals that we're talking about here, most of the time, most of the time, uh, these folks are walking away with net proceeds that are in the hundreds of thousands, if not over a million dollar range. Uh, you know, if you bought a house in a decent neighborhood in the Pacific Northwest in the 80s, or uh, sometimes even in the 70s, and we've had some that are even earlier in the 70s, you're walking away with a pretty good net proceeds because you've been paying your mortgage down all this time, and the price of housing has been going up this whole time. And so for many folks, uh, let's just be conservative. Let's say you're walking away when you sell your house on Queen Anne or Fremont or Ballard or wherever. You're walking away with with $400,000 to $800,000, all right? You pay your taxes, you do your thing, you have that money sitting somewhere. It could be in the savings account, maybe you have an investment advisor. Oh, and, 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 and in it. other neighborhoods here, you may be walking away with millions of dollars. Yeah, you so, might. You, yeah. I'm just saying conservatively. That's very conservative. So, so let's say it's, it's somewhere in that range. So you don't have to do anything right away. So let's talk about Mexico. Well, where do I live in the meantime? You rent something, all right? So you say, I think I want to live in fill in the blank, Idaho, Montana, Bend, Mexico. I had a client that's like, we've been thinking about Panama. Great. It, does, it doesn't matter where it is. Go find a place where you think you're going to live, and let's just say you budget $1,500 to $2,000 a month. You can find a place to live almost anywhere in those places I just mentioned for a couple thousand dollars a month. Maybe you want to boost it to $3,000 a month. Okay, so I have $800,000 in the bank, and I'm going to spend twenty-four dollars to $36,000 to live for the next year. Go try it on. Try it on. Hang, hang on, though. What, so I'm going to take all my stuff... I'm going to pack it up. I'm going to send it to Panama. I'm going to rent a place. And then I'm going to find out I don't like Panama, but I just moved all my stuff down here. Is that what you're saying? Not necessarily. Uh, why not pack up your stuff and just leave it here? Why not sell some of your stuff? Why not, I have a very, one of my best friends in the world is, is, is doing a move like this right now. And he's like, we talked last night. He's like, you know what I'm finding? I want to throw a lot of stuff away or sell it. He's like, I, I, I don't want all this stuff anymore. He's like, I've spent a lifetime getting this stuff. He's like, there's some objects that I really, really like, and I'm keeping those. The, this, a lot of this other stuff, he's like, I don't have any desire to keep dragging it around through the world. So I think a lot of people go through that. Yep. My, my point is, is, this is a mental construct. If you are especially a baby boomer, you were taught your entire life you need to own a house. You need to own a house. You need to own a house. Be a homeowner. And so the prospect of not being a homeowner now that you're in your 60s or you're in your retirement era, the thought that terrifies some people. It's okay to not own for a little bit. Yeah, and what platforms have done, because sometimes it can be a challenge to go rent something to, what platforms have done, and I suggest this to a lot of our sellers that have the ability to do this, I say, why don't you do this? Why don't you sell, sit on that pile of money that you have, go, as Ron said, and just leave your stuff locked up here with a mover. Put it in storage. Just leave it in storage. 
And then the great thing about a lot of short-term rental platforms, because a lot of us have gone out, you've rented a VRBO or an Airbnb, or you've gone to Cannon Beach and you've rented it for a week. You can rent it for 30, 60, 90, 120 days. So why not go there for 100 days and say, you know what? We're, we're, we're going to go and rent something instead of for a week. We're going to rent it for 100 days. We're going to see how that feels. Then we're going to move to another neighborhood or another city. Yeah, have your top five. Yeah, and we are going to travel. We are going to have fun. We are going to enjoy the prospect of buying without the pressure of selling. And what's really great about that, if you go into one of my Airbnbs, I had someone check into to one of mine today that's on a, on a five-day, or I'm sorry, a five-month rental. Everything is there. If you've never, everything is there. You need towels, it's all there. You need an extra bed, it's all there. Cheese grater. You need a coffee grinder, a cheese grater. Can opener. Whatever it is that you need, all you really need is your clothes and people you love and care about and a good book. Travel. Like, take that time to investigate, have fun, and chances are, if you do that for yourself, not only are you just really going to have a great time, uh... I think it could actually become one of the best times of your life. Yeah, because like for you, for instance, I know that you're infatuated with Maui, and why wouldn't you be? I, I hope that you, there comes a time sooner than later where you're like, I'm going to spend 100 days in Maui and see if this really is the place for me. Right. And maybe it is, and that's awesome. Maybe it's not, though. Maybe after 90 days, you're like, I like to vacation in Maui. I don't know if I'd want to live in I've Maui. been thinking a lot about Gary, Indiana. For real? No. <laughs> Have you ever been to Gary, Indiana, the home of Michael Jackson? So my point is... There's a reason why the Jackson 5 left when Michael was 5. My point is, when it comes to real estate in these transactions, there's already enough pressure in doing the deal. Yeah. Selling a house, doing this transition, especially if a family member has passed away or gone into long-term health care, especially if there's been a divorce, especially if you have a new child in the house and, and there's an, a job change, there's already a life event that is putting pressure on you. Yeah. There's enough pressure in this deal where you don't have to put additional pressure on you thinking that uh, in the future, I need to do all of these things at the same time. Yeah, we'll Give yourself permission yeah. to have a longer timeline. You've, that, that's the reason why you've earned all this money. Yeah. The reason why you have all this equity that you just unlocked is to buy yourself some freedom. So mentally give yourself that lane. And don't let a real estate agent hustle you and, and say that you have, to, you have to buy and do that now. I'll, I'll end with this. My friend Kristen, who I went to high school with, reached out to me and she said, hey, I have this gentleman at my company. He and his partner, they're both moving out to, to Seattle and they're thinking about living on Capitol Hill. So, Ron, you went, met them, you drove them around and they're like, after driving around and they sold their house, they sold their place in Albuquerque. They're not on a 1031 exchange. And don't forget, you can only 1031 if it's investment property, which most people aren't. So if you think you're going to 1031, you're not if it's your primary. So they sold their primary. They felt a lot of pressure to buy something here until you unlocked this for them. And you said, guys, go live in Magnolia. Go live in Fremont. I think one of them works at a brewery there. See what that feels like to you. That's exactly what they're doing, and they're renting right now in a neighborhood that they that they didn't even think they would like, and they're finding out that this particular neighborhood may be a better neighborhood for them than Capitol Hill, and 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 so they're in a position now, sitting on this pile of money, 
where they can rent for a bit and then decide when they want to step into it and buy. That's exactly yeah, what they should have done. Absolutely. So, so uh, when it comes to real estate, these are the type of things that we talk about in our Ronadon sit-downs. And it's, it's always so charming to me when you have very intelligent, successful, accomplished people and you unlock something like this for them, they get sort of this twinkle in their eye where it's like, yeah, I guess I could do that. Yeah. Uh, and... and they just never gave themselves permission to yeah. do that. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Ron and Don Show. If you need us, we do something called the Ron and Don Sit Down. We just sit down with you. Just Very a, low stakes. Yeah, in a Zoom call. And we just we, we talk about what we do in a real estate transaction. We really talk about what you're looking for and what you need. And hey, if it's not us, we'll, we'll find that for you. And, and sometimes we, we talk people out of selling. Sometimes we have the same conversation that we just had about, hey, let's, let, let's see what some of the obstacles are because we're here to help unlock that. We have other people that are like, you know what? I really want to honor this home and I want to do all this work to this home before I leave. And then I want to hand the keys off to you after we have done X, Y, and Z. Other people are like, I just inherited this house. from. I remember our, fr- our, our friend Sarah Garrison who lives in California. I've never seen Sarah in person, but she's part of the Ron and Don Nation. She used to listen, listen to our radio show. She moved there, and all of a sudden she said, guys, my house in Ballard, I think we're at the height of the market. I want to sell, but I haven't been there in years. I'm going to mail you the keys. And that, that started the journey of selling Sarah's house in Ballard, where we got we, there was a lot of work to do, but we got it done. She made the decisions it all started with a run and done sit down. And what I love is when we sit down together, we do three sit downs. We do the Zoom sit down. Then when we sit down and we talk about your real estate journey, if you're selling, I'll come out to your house and we, we sit down at, the, at, at your table and we talk about it. And then we look at the house. We come up with scope of work. Scope of work. We come up with a timeline. Is it true that you demand cookies? Yeah. At every house yeah. Visit? And what I love is with some of our clients that don't move out of the area, we get to sit down with them at the end of the transaction and, and share a meal with them. And for many of them, we're going to have a big event this summer for our clients. And we'll have a, a fourth opportunity to sit down with them. It's so fun to sit down with you guys. We re, we really love doing it. It's one of my favorite parts of the job. I, it's it always cracks me up. I've had uh, people talk to me after this. Goes, you just talked yourself out of a real estate deal. It's like, yeah, because that's what was best for this person. Yeah, love that. Hey, you guys. Again, thanks for listening. If you need us, runandonsitdown.com. I'm Don O'Neill. He's Ron Upshaw on all our socials. And thanks for allowing us to be your broadcasters, your friends, your real estate agents and working with us over the years in Cause Radio, all the great things that we've done together. We appreciate you. Head up, shoulders back. We'll see you next time. You're listening to The Ron and Don Show, the real estate edition, only on The Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet, and we'll see you next time. Only! 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 Only on The Ron and Don Radio Network.